This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Here comes Christmas for me. Yay! No, bitch. This level of foolishness in joy. No, bitch. I'm just chilling. Great ass! Damn it. I'm a very sexy baby. Sicario. Damn it. You're a clown if you say Damn it. People are gonna die. Yeah, baby. One, two, three, up. My baby don't all right welcome to good christmas fun i'm christmas kringle kevin i'm christmas caroline hey we're here to have good christmas fun hey oh my god talking about slappy patty happy patty (laughs) slap me We've talked about Amy Grant so much. She's so cool. Oh, she's so pretty. She's good at baby, this. Baby, baby. Wow. I want a baby. I want to see her scar. I. <laughs> you remember when she <laughs> talked to all of Gotham after that heart surgery? And she said, do you want to know how I got this scar? <laughs> that was Twistum. That was Amy. Mm-hmm. The great Amy. Yeah. Oh, who was, did you see? What? I don't know if you saw this. This is a little GCF update. Good Christian fun and good Christmas fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music and the movies and the entertainment made for and made by Christians. But little caveat, (laughs) we're not here to make fun of you. We're not here to make you go to church. We're just here to have fun. We're just here to report the latest Amy Grant news week in, week out. You know, about 10 days removed. (laughs) (laughs) So are you familiar with the Kennedy Center Honors? I am, all. where they give the rainbow ribbon out. That's right. That's the one. They, you know, they've done it with, uh, you know, favorites of mine, Carol King, Carol King. In the Did past. they give Elmo Ellen. one? <laughs> we went different directions. <laughs> I don't know. They gave, wow. They gave Elmo one as the he tearfully saluted. The start with saluted. L for you in your life. <laughs> Woo, but it's such a divergence. The L word. To be honest. <laughs> no, but this year's class uh, of Kennedy Center honorees. Well, I'll tell you, Caroline, it was. It included you two. What? Gladys Knight, George Clooney, and Amy. Amy! Oh my Grant. God. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me see that photo. Okay. Okay. This We're is looking at the photo in the room. So funny. I can't believe they got these people to sit down and do this photo together. <laughs> This is the nerdiest looking shit. That's so funny with George Clooney. George Clooney's looking a little ill. A little busted? Yeah. I mean, he's like 68 or whatever. How old is he? He's not a spring Maybe chicken. Maybe he's just drunk. It's okay. <laughs> at, the, at the White House. <laughs> How, no one is ever drunk at he, the White House. No. I, I can't think of a single person who would ever do that. Uh, but no, she was she oh, was honored. Amy, congrats. Which means, and I'm sure this will release in a few days, because they put on a whole concert when they honor people. Mm-hmm. And they have people come out and perform. It's like Aretha Franklin doing You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman that's for Carol right, King. That's right, that's uh, right. Which was a very moving They all do like their little covers. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
So Amy was honored. I I don't know what happened at the ceremony. I don't have the information for you, but what I do have is Ch- Chastin, Chasen Buttigieg. What's it? Pete Buttigieg. Pete's husband? Pete, Pete's sweet husband. Hubby. Chasen. Chasen? I don't know. I'm guessing. Let's call it Chasen. It's like a whole sentence now where it's like, Jason Booty, <laughs> judge. <laughs> he tweets out. The, How have you not tweeted that? I don't by know. The way? I don't know. I haven't thought you about it. get back on top of your Twitter. Mr. I know. Dust I know, off the cobwebs. Start putting it out there. It's time to get back on Twitter. Now, <laughs> more than ever before. More than ever. So the booty judge himself said, <laughs> which I didn't know that was a job you could get. Candy Center honors. This is what he tweeted. The Kennedy Center honors were magnificent, truly one of the best nights in D.C. However, I have now had Amy Grant's baby baby stuck in my head for two days, and I would very much like for it to stop. And she's not <laughs> tagged, up. but she does respond on Twitter. Sorry. Oh. Kissy emoji. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She responded. She sure Sorry. did. Sorry. That's so funny. So that was, you know. Classic. I look forward to the footage coming out of that. Well, um, now I'm dying to know who did a Amy Grant tribute at the concert. I'm sure this is Googleable information. I bet it was James Corden. <laughs> oh, baby, 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 baby! He comes Classic on a big American diaper song. <laughs> <laughs> it's about babies. I love that. No, who who performed? Who performed? I. It is odd that she was honored, right? Yeah. BB and CC Winans lent their soaring vocals to a medley of grand tunes, ad, oh. as did all the high women, which was that country quartet oh, yeah, from yeah, a few yeah. years. Brandy Carlisle, Marin Morris. Yeah, I've been um, a part of that group a few times, if you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you do it as a solo act. <laughs> often. <laughs> Pretty often. Marin Morris, Amanda Shires. I want to hear Marin Morris sing Amy Grant. That sounds fun. That does sound fun. It sounds like, That's like a lot They got of fun. good names. I thought it was going to be like random ass... Like my you know, like Smith's Republican nephew. National Convention entertainers who are like, oh yeah. <laughs> but if it's like next to Gladys Knight and you two and Clooney, that's just that's a different thing. Yeah. Everyone gets on her, you know, she's she's now, wait a minute. Now Amy Grant and Ellen have something I am in shocked. common. Gladys Knight and you two. Yeah. This late in the game, getting their honors. I think that's how they do it. The they president. don't. I mean, the Candy Center honors isn't like <laughs> for the for the breakout star of the year. It's not like Saoirse Ronan getting like four Oscar noms before she's twenty five. Like it is people in their fifties yeah. and sixties. Okay. I think so I, the Hall of Fame. It's more of a lifetime. Like, hey, you did it, and mm-hmm. now the most powerful person in the world is going to sit next to you and be like, "Good job." What's your name? <laughs> do you know where the bathroom I is? Love the MTV Music Awards. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Do you know where the bathroom is? <laughs> I'd like to think, because you know, the <laughs> Onion during the Obama era, their whole thing was like, it's Uncle Cool Joe Biden. It's like he's always wearing his sunglasses. He loves ice cream. Right. He's the cool guy. Yeah. He's and, cruising. And now I want his thing to be, he doesn't know where the bathroom is. Not even that he's like senile or his mind <laughs> is going, but it's just like wherever he is, he needs to know where it is. <laughs> He may not it's, even need to go immediately. Right. He just needs to know the exit strategy. Like an assassin needs to know, yeah, where all the exits, all the exits are, are and sits with their back to the door. Joe needs to know where the bathrooms are and how fast it would take That's right. him to get there. I relate to that. Yeah? <laughs> I got to know sometimes too. In what way? Um, I'll stop right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I I like to know, you know, this is especially, uh, you know, during my time in New York. Oh, and your travels there. abroad. And my travels. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Crossing borders. I don't travel enough. I travel too much to the same place, which is a Caroline. <laughs> I'm just happy you're out there. <laughs> I'm just happy you're getting out of town. Just slinging and slanging, yeah, mm-hmm. all over. You're by coastal now. Well, yeah, I'm by coastal now. Uh, but... What I was going to say is when I'm in New York, right. I, it is very important to me that I understand the bathroom situation of any establishment that I'm in because I may have a home base, but I'm going to be out for like yeah. probably six, eight, 10, 12 hours. It's not a quick drive home no. and a drive out. It's like I am embarking on a one-way journey, you know? Yeah, and in LA, like you always know if you kind of get away from the city center, there's like an El Pollo Loco with no lock on the door. Or there's and a you target can just jump with in wherever you gotta go. That's right. Yeah. But in New York, you're walking and all of them have have locked their bathrooms and thrown away the key, I That's imagine. Because right. they're like, we the public is disgusting and awful <laughs> and we don't want them anywhere near our beautiful bathroom. I will say some of the greatest bathrooms I've ever used. Or in the Big Apple. That's right. Let's hear them. Oh, gosh. There was a bar I went to in Greenpoint (laughs) that had a great bathroom. Gorgeous tile. I meant to take a picture of it, but I was a little distracted. Um, (laughs) hmm. (laughs) Don't you just get in the bathroom and be like, this is beautiful. Oh, all the time. Yeah. did a good job. I feel inspired all the time. And I feel like bathrooms, especially in like a cool restaurant, it's like where the interior designer really got to reign free. Yeah, like someone was off. really like keeping their clutches on them, maybe in the dining room, but in the bathroom, they're like, eh, it's the bathroom. Who cares? Mm-hmm. And you get color, you're getting tile, you're getting lighting choices that are very bold. And when the bathroom smells better than the regular establishment does, <sighs> whether a it's a bar. There's a lit candle in there. Oh my God. Good Lord. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm hanging out there. Yeah. I was like, can you bring my app straight over here? I, I'm, been, I'm inviting people in. <laughs> I'm 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 saying, hey, doors open. It's unlocked. I want you to come in. Come on in. That's right. Grab a drink at the bar. Meet me in my office. <laughs> oh, like the Fonz. <laughs> Remember the Fonz? I didn't watch that show. But you know who he is. I know who he is. He hits jukeboxes. They come to life. He gives things. No one should be hitting jukeboxes. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> jukeboxes. They would play the songs he wanted. He he was a forerunner of Roger Ebert who would give thumbs up to things that he liked. And you go, A. Henry Winkler. Yeah, that's right. Who seems to be a a delightful man to this day. Yeah. We do love him. And we love Slappy Pappy. Uh, What's your name? Slappy. Sandy. Fabby. Sandy Fabby. (laughs) Slandy. Fabby, like fabulous. Yeah. Or Fab. No, I guess. Fab. Sandy Fibby, if she was to like tell him, yeah, if she was a damn dirt, which I guess she was when she uh, had an affair. Oh, (laughs) wait, did she have an affair? Now I don't remember. Because both her and Amy had like affair scandals. They had, they'd switched it up with the husbands. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. She did. Now I need to look this up because I don't want to misrepresent and I don't want to talk cavalierly. Creating some, yeah. Hey, everyone, check out Esther Perel's work on infidelity. I think it'll change your mind. Have about whether it's it okay to cheat or not. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, She hey, said it was fine. Look at this cool Belgian lady. She's, She's got streaks. <laughs> she looks cool. She's always talking with such, you know, uh. Yeah. Where oh. should we begin? With cheating. Where should we begin? <laughs> uh, I bet if she ran for president, she would win. Uh, Renee I, Brown. Yeah, Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah the insane Brown Posse Coalition. That's a new political party. Out. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's red, you know, there's red stains. Red, and blue, blue, and clown. <laughs> <laughs> Which in a way is a combo of the two. The two-party system I mean. has held down this nation for too long. Okay, in 92, the news of Sandy Pye's divorce from manager John Heverling shocked the gospel music industry. The reason for the split was later revealed to be infidelity, which subsequently stalled her career in the mid-1990s. It was later reported that her marriage, during her marriage, she had an extramarital affair with a backup singer. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It's just, it's a funny specific. Because I guess, funny. guess, you know who else had an affair with a backup singer? Who? Bruce Springsteen. <gasps> Patty Scalfa, backup singer of the E Street Band. Oh, and then he married her? Mm-hmm, he sure he did. He was married? He was Before married. Her? He was married to an actress named Julianne Phillips for a very brief time. Oh. And then, yeah. So we've talked, I think we talked about bad this. Bad little Bruce. Bad, oh, my bad bye, guy. Bye, bye, bad Duh. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all right, you want to hear me cover Royals again? Did you see that uh, TikTok I tagged you in that was uh, Kermit seeing Born to Run to Miss Piggy? What? Or maybe no. not Born to Run, something else. I Yeah, you'll have to check that out. Whoa, was it Dancing in the Dark? Yeah, I okay. think that's what it was. You've and, seen you that. Know, and then he like tries to pull her off yeah, and he yeah. falls out. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> of course I've okay. seen it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Making so, sure. Uh, okay, in 2000, Patty, I guess, singing appearance at the end of a 7th Heaven episode, which you remember what happened to all the cast of that show, real murderer's row of uh, <laughs> celebrities. Do you remember what happened with Seventh Heaven? No. There's, of course, Miss Jessica Beale, who went on to be right. an anti vaxxer icon. Marrier of the worst husband. <laughs> uh, Ashley Simpson was on the show for a hot second. Haley Duff. So just, it was just the, oh. it was the dumping the ground siblings. for her sisters. Yeah. The siblings of stars. But I was unfortunately kind of uh, referring to Stephen Collins. Uh, who played the patriarch on that show and Ooh, was I, found guilty of no heinous crimes. Oh, God. I already knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she was on that show. So there's that. Sandy. We've talked about Sandy Patty before on the show, right? Yeah, and none of it sticks, you none know? It- <laughs> <laughs> so here's where we are in, in terms of like doing the show after... Five glorious years. Uh-huh. Okay, so the only main feed episode I'm seeing come up is Sandy v. Amy, Song of Justice with Kevin Bartell and Yu Song Liu, January 2020. <laughs> Song of Justice is so funny. Ooh, it reminds it, me, I have a Smarvelous tonight at some point whenever you want to do it. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. Sorry. In a hot minute in the outline in the middle of the conversation no that's okay um, uh, okay so we talked about Sandy there but yeah I don't know if we did like a deep dive on her life her biography who she is who she, is Sandy like but like for real because because she was a temple in our household right my mom was a Sandy Patty mom she not was an that Amy girl mom. in the mm-hmm. Porter household yeah uh, she was 100% that girl uh, from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, born into a family of musicians. She started performing as she was a kid and was a recorder and singer of commercial jingles, including one for the Juicy Fruit Gum. So she, wow. you know, she was like a professional Already professional. Already a star. She wasn't like, well, you know, because there's different kinds of, you know, there's like, I would put Amy Grant more in the singer-songwriter mm-hmm. vein, where it's like, this is not... The art is not about the technical perfection of the notes and the voice as it's sure. executing a song. It's about 
the whole vibe, the package, the and, personality, and what it is. Right. You know, singer songwriter sometimes is a charitable way to describe people who would not make it to the Hollywood round of American Idol. <laughs> they would not get past the audition, and that's okay. They don't have the voice. They do not have the voice. So uh, she started singing in gospel groups, including with Bill Gaither Trio, etc. And then she did get like a little high profile. I remember she had an appearance back in the 80s on the Johnny Carson show, on the Tonight Show with D- Johnny Carson. Oh. So she was at least that big at one point. I forget sometimes that Johnny Carson was going into the 80s. Like, that's to crazy. The 90s, 90s, right? I believe. Good Lord. It was Carson. A, a, a good man that we hope to talk about more one day on this show. <laughs> Johnny Carson, because he died in 2005. And then how long did his... His reign of terror on The Tonight Show last for it was until 92. It was until 1992. Dang, that's crazy. Isn't it crazy to think that you and Johnny Carson were alive at the same time? Yeah. It's like Pablo Picasso and Eminem were alive at the same time. Which <laughs> <laughs> is just like a fun <laughs> no, fact. That's fun. And everyone and Liza Minnelli were alive at the same time. Oh, my. Wait, what was I thinking about with Liza Minnelli the other day? Something with her. What are we not thinking about, Liza? Oh, I finally, I finally saw that movie, All That Jazz. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Fosse. It's a crazy movie. Woo! Yeah. yeah. It kind of messed me up. I saw that end. way too young. How young were you? Oh, I was like 10 or something when I saw that. I remember being like, Mom, I don't like this. 10? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. It was, it's crazy. I've Yeah, for anyone who's not familiar, it's director and choreographer Bob Fosse's you know how everyone's doing these movies where it's like Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans, This Is My Life. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, After Sun, I was that woman's life uh, growing up in Ireland or whatever. Um, and, you know, uh, James Gray is doing it with Armageddon Time with Jeremy Strong as his dad. Well, Bob Fosse did it back in 1975 or whatever year it was. Yeah. With his own life and death that he shot while he was alive. About, he was like in his 40s. Yeah. And the movie is pretty much him saying, I suck and mm-hmm. I deserve to die. Yeah. Very interesting movie. Yeah, uh, and but, that ending scene, or the yeah, ooh, with the whole dance, the whole number. Yes, with Ben Vereen. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. It holds up. If you want a uh, Blu-ray copy, you got it right here. Oh, and on physical media. Your body aches. <laughs> this is her on the Tonight Show doing a little cabaret act of her own. There she goes. So when she switched it up with the uh, husbands, um, <laughs> did your mom have problems with that? Or was she like, I will stand by my girl? I think she she, she stood by her. She did stand by her. The from music what, was that good. From what I recall. Oh, this is too good. Uh, thoughts and prayers out to... Okay, so Sandy Patty's going to the couch. Carson's couch. She shakes his hand. Who's other hand does she shake? It's Jay <gasps> no. Leno. Some other old ass. It's dude. McMahon. It's Ed McMahon. Oh my God. <laughs> Jay Leno. She said, it's over. So she was big enough. This is for an appearance in 1986. Oh. She was big enough at least to make it to the mainstream in this you way. You're a belter, aren't you? That's what you call a belter. Didn't I read. Uh, your father's made a description about singing, and you said it was screaming on yeah, pitch? Yeah, he, he he's always told me that singing high is just like screaming on pitch, so that's what I practiced. You're right on pitch. We'll talk when we come back. We'll okay. take a break. Stay where you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's thanks. That's enough of that. 
Hey, singing, screaming. Cool. I'll see you later. I'm out of here. Commercial. That's hilarious. Why bother? Yes. So she is not a songwriter type. She is way more a performer and interpreter of songs. Known for her voice. That's right. Above all, which is a Celine Dion. That's right. She's got a wide soprano vocal range. She gets up there. Yeah. She gets in her Florence Foster Jenkins bag. Florence Foster Jenkins. Yeah. Man, do you ever just think about her? Do you ever just think about Florence and you're like, damn. Nate and I were like out and about somewhere and just he just out of nowhere was like Florence Foster Stinkins. He just said that. <laughs> and we both uh, we both laughed. Do you remember how that movie ends? I didn't see the movie. You didn't? No. Should I see it? Yeah. Yeah. GCF yeah? Second Service movie. Okay. Great. That'll give me a reason. <laughs> that was one of the wildest endings I've seen. And it's like right at that point, I think it was 2015, where like Hugh Grant's embracing the like you know, I'm getting a little, some more miles on me. I'm going to be more of a character actor. And it's just him taking care of this old bag of bones, just going, (laughs) oh, 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 just yelping like a monkey at Carnegie Hall. Uh, That's one of the best. Oh, I got to see that. (laughs) Endings I've ever seen. Oh, you know, to the subject of Sandy Patty's divorce, though, during this time, it says, during this time, Patty received support from national figure Charles Schultz, the creator of the Peanuts comic strip. What? He referenced her in a comic strip, and Patty is quoted in a biography of Schultz as having been touched by the gesture, so that's nice. I can't imagine what the reference is. (laughs) (laughs) Is it like... Good grief, Charlie Brown. Did you hear about Sandy Patty? And Charlie's like, I think it's okay to get, div- like, what is I think the, okay. <laughs> or is it, it would be Lucy. They're comforting that. Linus, whose parents got divorced. <laughs> and it, Look at Sandy Patty. Everything will be just fine, Linus. Okay. No, okay. Uh, Sandy Patty sometimes pops up. Now we're just doing like the force gum track of Sandy Patty where she just intersects with other where she's been. popular culture. Uh, she pops up in Peanuts, what? Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 Sandy Patty. Peanuts. Yeah, peanuts. Linus took a spill on his roller skates while listening to his Walkman. It explains to Charlie Brown that he lost control when Sandy Patty hit a high note. <laughs> that was the <laughs> reference. That's funny. That's cute. Sorry, Charlie. Also, kind of ins- maybe insulting. What do you think it would be now? Knocked sorry, you your feet. sorry, Charlie. I lost control of my skates when I was listening to my iPhone when, when uh, Dua Lipa's... No, Dua Lipa doesn't hit high notes when, when uh, Ariana Grande hit that whistle tone. Okay, yeah. I can see the whistle tone. Being a soprano is just not the thing to be anymore. So you don't get a lot of high note girls. It's fallen a little singing. bit out of style, mm-hmm. hasn't it? Yeah. Who is our last high note? I mean, I guess it's Ariana is the most popular, most famous one yeah. of, of the current age. Yeah, she can do it, but I don't think she's like technically a soprano based mm-hmm. on the, the stuff she usually sings. Sure. I don't know. But yeah, you said, well, Florence, not not a soprano either, I would say. Pew. Damn. <laughs> and the machine? Foster Stinkins? Either way. Maybe Mitski? I don't know. Mitski doesn't get out there. She's think. singing a little bit. I don't yeah. know. I got to think on that one. Well, Listeners, th- if there's a famous soprano out there right now on the charts, not some random ass artist you know that you love from Seattle. I don't care about Seattle. What I care about is charting. Mm. Well, you know what? Let me know. I'm thinking about it. And you know what, Caroline? 
I think I got a famous soprano for you. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Where's all the gabagoo, Caroline? <laughs> oh, no. You said there's no famous fucking sopranos. You're breaking my balls I'm over here. I'm not trying to break your balls. Well, but you're breaking my balls. I'm sorry. You're breaking my eyes. But honestly, like, are you even part of a choir? Have you ever been in choir? Yeah, it's. Uh, I've been, I'm in a choir called... Uh, Tony Tony and the Gabagoospel Seekers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, you're in a choir and it's called uh, Singing Like a Canary. <laughs> and we do. We make you sing like a canary. All right. And on that note, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. Oh! This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, imagine a world, if you will, where you have an extra hour in your day. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to go for a run? Are you going to take a nap? Are you going to read a book? Are you, hey, you know, listeners of this show, are you going to pray? Are you going to perhaps read not only a book, but maybe the good book? Well, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what it is that's important to you and to make that a priority. And guess what can help you do that? Therapy. Therapy can help you find what matters to you. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And I can attest to this personally. I've been in therapy for 11 years now and it has helped me tremendously to figure out my priorities, to figure out where my time is going and why, and how to focus on the things I need to focus on and shy away from the things that I actually don't care about, but I just kind of get in autopilot and I'm not feeling and dealing and tuning into my body in real time. Therapy helps with all of that. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GoodChristianFun today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash GoodChristianFun. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. And before we get into the topic at hand today, it's time for another segment of Swonderful Smarvelous. Swonderful. Swonderful. Smarvelous. Smarvelous. Now, for those who may be joining us for the first time today, Swonderful Smarvelous is the segment in which Caroline, quote unquote, goes off on the latest Marvel entertainment property title, etc. Caroline, 
I give you the floor. Oh, here it goes again. Get your Wakanda Vision goggles on because this year's Marvel prom has a theme under the sea. In one of the best underwater superhero adventures since DC Comics underwater adventures with Jason Momoa, the world's wettest yet somehow also thirstiest actor, Marvel heads to Ariel's turf with a wet and wild whale of a tail where we get to slurp oxygen through our blue-skinned gills with the incredible Talokan people. These folks said, see you later, alligator, to the land masses and headed into a cave of wonders where their city thrives under the glow of a God-made moon that still does very little to help audience see what that city actually looks like. I was annoyed I couldn't see a damn thing in there. (laughs) One thing I didn't have a hard time seeing the whale budget. <laughs> the Talokan people do a lot of cool things that get no explanation, like siren singing, semen to their watery deaths, turning blue, having a bunch of vibranium somewhere. But nothing gets so much impact with so little explanation as the team of working whales that power every Talokan military mission. One minute. I'm watching the smooth ocean horizon. And next, wham! It's a humpback whale vaulting out of the water like (laughs) Simone Biles, launching a little mermaid talican person onto their poor adversaries like a krill-powered cannon. Boom! It's Shamu, frozen for a moment in the air, using those sharp, nasty teeth, not for fighting, but for flashing a Hollywood smile at their blue little soldier that they just launched to war. Sometimes there's even a whale whose soul, like the fish, porpoise, is to haul around a bunch of water grenades like a briny donkey. Amazing. This movie was the biggest thing for whales since Prince Charles ascended the throne. And wow, I gotta say, I love those whales. <laughs> Watching them, I had the maritime of my life. From now on, when I go to Mickey Mouse's Marvel movies, I'm only gonna have one question on my mind. Where are whales? But I can't end this review without mentioning our hero. Do you have review? <laughs> our hero, who puts the tit in titular, Black Panther. Mm. Black Panther? I barely know her. And besides, she's not vaccinated, so I'm not going anywhere near her pants. Wakanda forever would be nothing without whale technology. So what will I be chanting next time I have to go to a protest? Save the whales. Brave are the whales. I crave the whales. <laughs> this has been a Smartless. Swonderful. Swonderful. Wow. Wakanda forever. Ah, oh, Wakanda forever. Mm. Man, a movie I still haven't seen. I thought you did see it. No. You had said something like, eh, about it when, when someone asked you about it. I said, eh, about the idea of seeing it. <laughs> Okay, it's a preemptive eh. Two people I trust said it was one of the most boring movies they had ever seen. Is that is that the case? Oh, I feel like it wasn't boring, but I felt like it was um, a lot of scenes just strung together with not yeah. a reason why, you know? Yeah. And there were moments that could have, like, I, I know what they were doing. It was so weird because every time I tried to be like, oh, there wasn't an emotional pull. But I was like, no, they they tried to do it. But just whatever happened, like the sequence or the editing or something, it just like was just so flat the entire time. Yeah. So do better. 
Well, you know, the odds were stacked against them. Their star died, you know. Maybe that's a part Who of knew? it. Who knew? I mean, yeah, he was really good. If you're looking for whale representation. Yeah. I mean, you're going to learn the way of water in a couple of weeks. I know. When you go back to Pandora. I know. Which I hear Big is mostly whale stuff. <laughs> Huge year for that. Brendan Fraser, big year for whale stuff. Whale stuff. Yeah, you got three. I feel like whale there was something movies. else with the whale in it recently too. I'm gonna rack my brain on that, but anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for a way of water. He did the way of water, which people are saying is is good. People are saying it's good. Are you? Yeah. Um, are you? Did you get tickets already? Yes, but I'm out of town for the day. I got tickets, Damn it, Kevin. and I'm stupid. Oh. And I'm stupid. And I'm stupid. And I'm stupid. Um, well, Christmas in Texas. When I see that together, uh, Nate and I would want to go. I would do that. Which ya? But yeah. um, you know, you gotta what, be in town. Which tar do you think you'll enjoy more in 2022, Ava or Lydia <laughs> <laughs> or Linda? <laughs> That's funny. Tar. Yeah. Best movie of the year? No. I don't. Are think we gonna so. do our uh, our rankings? Do you want to? Yeah, that I would enjoy be fun. that every year. I know. I miss that. It's fun. And it's fun to just unveil them, yeah. and then you know give opinions. Oh, I love giving my opinions. <laughs> favorite thing so to do. Fun. <laughs> I got a little limb there. I love giving my opinions. love giving opinions. All right. So I've I've come you gotta around. Be a Patreon, on though. You got to be a Patreon saint. You got to be a Patreon saint. So. But you don't have to be a patron Give saint a gift this year. to listen to this episode. It's time to dive into the topic. Hey. I don't believe we said the album that we're talking oh, yeah. about today. Of course, the album that we're talking Of course. Listen. Of course, the album course, we're talking about today is Christmas with Sandy Patty. Yeah. The gift goes on. And the gift goes on. Which is sort of, uh, we can say it now. It's a metaphor for STIs. And every gift you give, you're giving a gift to everyone you've ever given this a gift to. This album was for awareness <laughs> to is an album culture. From mm-hmm. what what year did it strike you as when you listened to it? What were, were you like? Oh, oh, this sounds like classic nineteen humana humana. Yeah, I don't know. Gosh, I'd I'd have to listen. I would say it's a square in like nineteen ninety five. 1995? Mm-hmm. This is 1983, my friend. Wow. Okay, so she was ahead of the time. <laughs> you thought 95? Sandy is known for being, you know, cutting edge. <laughs> um, wait, what? what is the name of this album again? The album is Christmas. The Gift Goes On. Okay. Christmas with Sandy Patty. The Gift Goes On on Spotify. The Gift Goes On. Yes. Okay. The Gift Goes On and On. This and album on art. This feels on. like this album art was maybe made later. But it's a, a framed photo of Sandy with her mm-hmm. full 80s hair glam on a floor with a taper candle and a wreath behind it. Sandy's people said, listen. Listen. You got her for two hours. Do what you can do. They're like, well, we could, we have time to set up for like one picture. Then that's what have, it is. That's it. Uh, we got an email from a listener named Emily. Emily said, you probably already have your Christmas episodes planned out. <laughs> nope. Oh, but if thank not, you, Emily. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of credit. <laughs> <laughs> but if not, I would love to hear you guys listen to and talk about Sandy Patty's The Gift Goes On album from 1987. Well, is it 1987 or 1993? I think there was a reissue in 87, blah, blah, blah. It was a staple growing up in my house. My sisters and I sang to it after the Thanksgiving meal when we cleaned up the dishes for years. My sister recorded the album to a cassette tape. 
You've covered a lot of Amy Grant. We love, she says in parentheses, <laughs> but never Sandy. And I'd love to hear what people with little to no nostalgia for the album think of it. It's a tight 35 minutes long. Thanks for considering. I love, love, love. Anytime anyone is recommending anything to you, whether it's a TV show, movie, or album, they are emphasizing how short it is. Don't worry. That's, it won't take up too much of your time. It's most important info. So when I say Avatar 2, Weight of Water, is only three hours and 15 minutes long. That is <laughs> that's me saying it's a brisk walk in the park. Uh, where, the, where could you fly to in a three and a half hours? Like how far could you get deep into the United States of America? I could go to Texas. In, in an hours. Avatar movie. Yeah. You can go to Texas. Yeah. 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 yeah from Burbank. Too. Uh, <laughs> oh, sweet boy. Uh, Dexter barking at the Christmas cheer going on outside. And in my mind, I have reprogrammed myself to receive Dexter's barks as like little Christmas bells going off. <laughs> and I encourage the, Dexter, come here. <laughs> and I encourage the listener to do the same. So it's a, wah, wah, wah. you hear, da, 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 da. Bark, and isn't bark, that bark, nice? Bark, 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 bark. Yes. Dexter's getting loud. <laughs> he watched that inauguration uh, and he took it to heart. Yeah, I want to get loud. Man, when was that? Let's that was get loud. three years ago? Two years ago? No, it was two years 2021. ago. 2021. Hey, do you have any big January 6th plans, by the way? <laughs> Are you going to commemorate? I'm going to have a theme party. I'm going to lock the doors. Yeah. <laughs> um, The gift goes on. We have to the talk The gift about goes it. on. This album packs a punch. How do you mean? Well, the intro. Sure. Alone. I should back up before Bursting we get into it by saying, she said it's fun to cover an album you have no nostalgia for. This was a staple in the Porter household growing wrong. up. Yeah. What's that? Bomb. She was wrong. Oh, yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Um, Dumb. <laughs> Stupid. So this was a staple. So you remember singing these songs while getting spanked and stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It makes it well, stingless. Yeah. Well, mom would do a thing during the holidays where she'd put a little tinsel on the paddle <laughs> and she would etch into it with a knife. Right. The name The Gift. So Aww. she's like, you ready for The Gift to go on? And I'm like, yes, mom. That's so cute. You know, where we, and this might be like a regional thing, but in my house, they just switched the paddle for a big old candy cane. That's fun. It was fun. It made a little sparkle to yeah, the event. Whack. That is a durable <laughs> candy cane to hold up yeah. after multiple. It's like the big hits. ones you can get at like a candy store. Yeah. Like a lollipop. They're almost like novelty ones. Right. They're actually really hard to, to suck. Yeah. <laughs> New drop. <laughs> They're actually really hard to suck. <laughs> Worship Speaking the king. Of, I love that life. Life is the highway was in, was in, in the. the <laughs> wait, why? That just gets me every time. <laughs> life is a highway. It's a, some songs are just inherently funny. <laughs> They're so funny, and that it was for cars. <laughs> I mean, no, it existed before cars. I wait think a it minute. Was for cars. No, wait a minute. I oh no. No, I don't think so. You got your little laptop right there. Wait, are you for real? Life <laughs> is a highway. Remember. I is remember they a, were linked. Life, it, it was probably on the soundtrack. Probably the cover by Rascal Flats was on the soundtrack. Life is a highway. Oh, no, I'm Tomator. Okay, so Life is a Highway is a song by Canadian musician Tom Cochran from a second studio album, Mad Mad World, from... 1991. Oh, shit. Wait, it's a cover? <laughs> yes. The song was covered damn it, by Rascal again. Flats for the car soundtrack. Wait, did not. Not again. 
There needs to be a term for this where you hear a cover and you think it's the original and then you find out a more famous person had sung it before. Ooh, that's like What's when the term for that? I called Landslide a song by the Chicks. <laughs> Because they performed it I in the chicks that same arrangement. For a long time. Yeah. yeah. How are you how are you supposed to know? I couldn't. I was just wondering. Rufus Wainwright's Shrek's Hallelujah. <laughs> Rufus Wainwright's Shrek's Hallelujah. That's what I said. That's beautiful. <laughs> now, Life is a highway was a song in its own <laughs> right. What? <laughs> you just singing about Rufus Wainwright's <laughs> the kid is funny that I thought that, that song was four cars. I know. That's why I couldn't tell if you were putting me on. Sometimes I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> hey, okay. that's okay. All right. Sorry, Sandy. Okay, time to, worship, time to worship the king. Yeah, get back up here. <laughs> it's, you know, this is a season give, of giving, and the gift is giving going on. It's giving going on. That's right. It's giving going on. <laughs> <laughs> this is giving... What? Special music at church? It's giving pageant. It's giving theatrics, right? Which is a a mode, I think, uh, uh, most of the Christmas music, contemporarily, I do do not listen to any that's so grandiose, and it's like ambition and theme. Yes. Because there's plenty of like... ballroom. This belongs to the sub-genre of like, you know... Seinfeld style, you gotta see the baby. You gotta see the baby. (laughs) You gotta see the baby. And there's quite a few, you know, little drummer boys that you gotta see the baby song. Uh, Worship the King is one of these and sort of a three, four time. uh, But yes, very grand and uh, a nice centering of her soprano vocal quality. Uh, But yes. Incredible voice. This. My main impression after listening to the entire album and hearing her sing, one is it is really like nice to hear a technically good singer. You know, as you noted, she was a technical singer before it was a profession before it was like, you know, a career personality thing. Um, And she's really got a great voice and she's on it. There are no mistakes. A lot of control. And uh, she also kind of, Sounds like a Disney princess a little bit. Like there's oh, totally. sweetness and the perfection and mm-hmm. the like warmth coming through. Um, Did you watch that video I told you about with Jody Benson singing part of that world with uh, Alan Menken and yeah, the yeah, yeah. coaching yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. Woo, yeah, she sounds so much like Jody Benson. Yeah. Um, so that's really pleasant. They should make Sandy Patty a, a Disney princess. Honestly, now. <laughs> she should. She'd probably do great. Um, yeah, I like this. And so it was, anyway, so this song is like just bursting out. She's declaring, I'm Sandy. And hey, this I is love, me. <laughs> this is me. Let's get loud. And I love that freaking manger. And I'm part of the joy. I'm Sandy Patty. I'm here to slam and Patty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Patty party. Get on You're board all invited. or get out. Slam and slam and faffy faffy. <laughs> Let's go. And she I does. Mean, she's breaking it down. She does get loud. What I appreciate about the sequencing too, especially for these three songs, it feels like word association. The sequencing right. of the album. <laughs> Worship the king. Worship the gift. The gift goes on. I wish that did continue throughout. There's a few pretty straightforward, straight across the plate Christmas medleys in here. You We're gotta, gotta, gotta do the hits. Medley. 
We're going to do the classics. We're going to do Santa Baby. We're going to do Baby It's Cold Outside between Jesus and Santa. We're going to do. We're going to do the song between Jesus and Santa. Yeah, we all know it. This was nice. Um, Yeah, it does sound a little bit like this is the exact set list of like a Christmas program. That's absolutely right. That she did at, yeah. at church that crushed. Yeah. And honestly, if it was a church, this would absolutely crush. I think so. It's amazing. Yeah. But it, as an album, <laughs> little, little flat. Well, I want... Fun, but flat, you know? I, I get that. I get or that. sterile, maybe. I don't know. I do... Yes, there's a little distance and remove. It's the weird sensation of listening to a live album that's not live. If yeah. there was a crowd in the background of each of these yeah. songs losing their shit, like <laughs> just chanting, slamming, Patty, slamming, Fabby, yeah. uh, then I would get it. But right. yes, it, it is a little <laughs> and Sandy's lacking fans in are lust. crazy. Sure. Oh, no, they're feral. They're nuts. Yeah. The, the, the Patty Pusses, that's what they call themselves. <laughs> they do. The Patty Posse. Yeah. Uh, um, the title track, The, the Gift, Gift Goes, Goes on. on. This is the star of the show. Can I tell you what it's giving to me? What's it giving? From just the intro? Besides Gift. The Gift Goes On was filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> For the TBN Broadcast Network. The sun gave the spirit. This is a story. Yes. So we can give the gift. A little Sebastian. <laughs> it's a little bit. We're going to be Ariel. A little bit. <laughs> We're playing Let's in those go waters. In the equator. We uh-huh. are. <laughs> do, do. That fun little flute. Yeah. It's a little, um, it's giving taxi theme song. Do you remember the theme song to Taxi? Why are you referencing these shows? What do you mean? We're long over. No, no. I was born. Okay, I'm going to play a theme song to Taxi. taxi. And Sorry, you're gonna I don't feel know the theme of Taxi. Stupid. You're going to feel so <laughs> dumb. And everyone else is going to be like, like yes, how Kevin. Is Caroline's always so out of it. Okay, listen to this. We all love the Taxi theme song. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't it sound like that? Yeah, and I'll play them at the same time. <laughs> I think it sounds nice, actually. It sounds so nice. It's very relaxed. Stupid. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> all right, all right. Like they We're gave the instruments to some of the kids. You know, the children are gathered around her. She's explaining how this works. The father gave the son, the son gives the mm-hmm. spirit. It's a little King and I There's moment. A, yeah, it's a mm-hmm. King and I moment. Or the sound of music. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Gathering the kids, I giving them a the lesson. King and I. <gasps> I don't know the King and I. You've seen Taxi, and you haven't seen the King and I. Well, I've never watched Taxi. I just oh. know the theme song. <laughs> Obviously, because it was from my 70s and 80s theme songs compilation I got when I was nine years old. Is that when you played when you got off your bike? And I would listen. (laughs) I told Caroline off mic that I started every day riding my bike as a child to the Sopranos theme song, Woke Up This Morning. Look out, Kingwood, the bad boy on the bike in the streets. (laughs) Travel some cool today. Where were you going on your bike? 
Oh, to the lake, to the Starbucks to read my C.S. Lewis book. Uh, <laughs> Did you have a Frappuccino? <laughs> a f- Caroline. Of, of course. Or a side of Frappuccino. Vanilla green Frappuccino. Or caramel. Uh, no, strawberry. Oh. I know. Okay. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I that sounds she, about right. I guess you can't peg me down, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it goes on. This wow. Is very much a gather around. This is how it works. Trinitarian theology. In this, right. um, in this kind of simple song. The father gave the son, the son gave the spirit, the mm-hmm. spirit gives us love. Yes. Okay. So the spi- So we can give the love away, I We think. can give love away. So we can... It's a beautiful... So we give away the present. Yeah. That began with God above, just this like ripples in the water. This song is a flow chart. Yes. No, no, no. It's Nathan Fielder's <laughs> The Dilemma. What's that called? <laughs> the Problem? What's it called? The Dilemma? I don't What's know. What's his show called? The Problem? The pro- Wait. Nathan Fielder's show on HBO. The rehearsal. The rehearsal. Oh my God. Why did dilemma. I call it the dilemma? Oh, because there's another show called The Dilemma. But but this fades directly into. Oh yeah, I want to play the crossfade at the end. It's like, all right, we're done with this. But you we're know doing what? a conga line off the stage <laughs> with the kids. <laughs> she's like remembering. She's an older woman now. She's remembering when she worked with children more. She's <laughs> this is a reminiscence alone on stage. Dang. Like We're like it was yesterday. See? Something's lost. Maybe there's a there's a meta narrative we're not tuning into, Caroline. Maybe mm-hmm. this is a woman who is dealing with grief in her life. Oh my god. She is remembering children. She's remembering good times in which everything was so simple. Children would just gather around her. She could do a Jesus flow chart about how Christmas works. And now that time is over. And all she has to do is remember. And she's in an empty home looking at pictures (laughs) on the mantle (laughs) where the kids used to gather. And and now they're all gone. Lost in the hallway. Yeah. That's sad. I love it. Christmas was meant for children. Which doesn't make me feel great. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) like, okay. Also... Fuck you. Like, uh, Christmas is for me, too. I bought the CD, so my <laughs> child, Sandy. I, this is one, this is, you know, speaking to the, this is a Santa and Jesus check. Heart so full of joy. Old Santa's riding through the snow for every girl and boy. And then it does go to let the star in the east that lead us shine on your tree tonight. Remember the infant away in manger to see. They both, you know what? It's not a binary or it's, yeah, it's not a binary. You don't have to choose Jesus or Santa. No. You can exist on the spectrum with both. That is interesting. There's Santa. She calls him old Santa. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Christmas was meant for children. (laughs) (laughs) Santa's old as shit. Old man. The Spotify lyrics say for every gift and boy. (laughs) (laughs) No well, girls, Caroline, just boys. I actually think all women are gifts. Um, that's actually really problematic because you shouldn't generalize about women. You shouldn't pedestal us. <laughs> <laughs> that's harmful. Okay. Christmas was went for children is a skip. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know what she was doing there. What go? What from this album does go on the playlist? I think I like Worship the King. I think it's fun. Okay. Yeah. It put me it put me in the spirit and it was nice and short. Yeah. It was See like a, again. It was an intro. It's short. So not <laughs> and to be clear, not worship the king reprise. Reprise. Which does get into her I, we gotta hear it. Her Florence bag. 
She we goes go. hard with Get the ready. Forwards. Clean out your ears. You're going to hear this good. Come on. Amazing. It's so hard. I'm on this. Um, Handles Messiah? I'm on like theater TikTok Uh-oh. with some of this stuff. I know. I mean, it's Yikes. mostly clowning on it. No! <laughs> I mean, some it's insane. But one of the things they show is uh, vocal coaches with students. They make them sing their runs I while running these. on treadmills. What? Yeah. Running on treadmills? Yeah. Dang. So to like train for, you're going to be doing choreography in this stuff. You're going to yeah. be moving around a lot, even if you're just, or maybe even especially if you're just chorus. Oh my gosh. Uh, so you got to learn how to move. And I do wonder if, uh, yeah, if Sandy if could Sandy do could this. Sandy could do it. Yeah. On a Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully she's dropping a class next month. <laughs> Sandy Patty's class. Um, that's what Destiny's Child did. They um, ran on treadmills and had to sing all their harmonies together and everything. It's tough. I remember the big childhood brag that my buddy had is my dad has Destiny Child's number in his phone. As if it was one phone that they all <laughs> shared. Yeah. The band has a number. Yeah. I wonder as I wonder, this is like spooky Christmas Hall of Fame song. This is a little standard that's been around for a while. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I wonder as I wonder, it's a song written by a gentleman named John Jacob Niles. So when you listen to the song, you can't say, good God, Niles, because <laughs> he went hard on this. He, he, he did a good job for God. Yeah. Good job, Niles. <laughs> Good job, Niles. <laughs> Why couldn't he say that on the show more? He should have said it once. I know. And then we get back into the sort of Christmas pageant theatrics with Oh, Magnify the Lord. Yes. Which is very much... Those drums. Those like... I remember these songs fondly from childhood. This I get it. goes on the playlist for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, magnify the Lord. Oh, yeah. Magnify the Lord. This is the one. It's two minutes flat. This is very like classic choir songs for Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Bethlehem morning. Wow. So I guess you don't smash on Christmas. What do you mean? You're listening to this. What? If the playlist isn't for smashing. That's a missed opportunity. <laughs> it's Christmas, Kevin. Wait, I'm gonna now. I'm gonna Christmas. smashy patty. <laughs> it's what she wants. It's what she would have wanted. Now there is a playlist I'm finding called "Sexy Christmas Music." Okay, "The Man with the Bag" by Jesse J. Santa Baby by Gwen Stefani. I don't like Santa. Ba- what? How do you feel about Santa Baby? Just as a I like concept. the Eartha Kit, like the original one. Uh-huh. I think that is the only one where it doesn't make your skin crawl a little bit. You know. Would you like one by Bruce Springsteen? No, thank you. No, thank you, please. Would you like one by Bob Dylan, who put out a whole Christmas album? Super duper, no no pass on that one. Did you see James Austin Johnson's video of him doing all the different Dylans no. on Fallon? He did such a good job. He nailed the specifics of different eras of Bob Dylan. In a way that made me feel seen. I'm glad you finally felt seen. Finally. Um, James Austin Johnson, who was on our show. Right before SNL? Coincidence? I don't know. It hasn't been. We've, yeah. had, we've had too many people launch into SNL straight from GCF. Three? For it to be. 
Yeah. A coincidence. Uh, um, yeah, we need to find more fresh talent. I know. To help and mourn really out. Elevate marginalized voices to put them on SNL specifically. Yes. This is, I tell you for real, this is giving, giving. This is either someone is being laid to rest in the ground and this is the song of triumph of like, hey, it's going to be okay. You did it. <laughs> right? It feels like a homecoming. It sounds like someone got fired. Fired? How do you mean? <laughs> and they're like walking out with their box of stuff from their desk. As everyone waves goodbye. Yeah, it's kind of like, sorry, but you know, stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, uh, got, you got something good coming around the corner real soon. Bethlehem sunrise, I can see him in your eyes. For the child that was born there, his spirit never dies. His star will never, will never grow dim. It's a brand new dawn, a new Jerusalem. A new one. All right. You know, as far as these lyrics go, she doesn't say anything too controversial. Well, I mean, Christmas isn't really the time for controversy, right? Yeah. But she's not She's not even wading into the territory of like... Hell. Hell. <laughs> here's the baby, so <laughs> don't go to hell, yeah. you know? Or here's he's here, baby. he's going to be crucified soon and just tortured mercilessly. And is it your fault? Isn't that sad? And is isn't it your fault? Interesting. Something to think about. Aren't you sad that this baby was Listen having such shit. a good life and then wouldn't? <laughs> I, Gorgeous. I like the melody of, of this song. Bethlehem, Bethlehem Morning. Morning. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Bethlehem Morning. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, wait. No, that's just what Spotify does. Bethlehem Morning After. <laughs> put that on the playlist. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna try to find three songs by the end of this episode to put on a... Smash. Here Comes Christmas for Me playlist. What? <laughs> you suggested this. This is what you want. <laughs> I was thinking about Xmas, Sexmas. I've never had Xmas, sex on Christmas. Triple Xmas. I've never had sex on Christmas. No, no I have not. What? In cool all it. my what? And I'm not. You know what? As a friend, I'm not even going to ask you if you have. You know what? That's... I'm dropping off cookies. I'm not making nookie. Okay. <laughs> I'm just a little sexless elf on Christmas Day. And then Day. we finally take it to the last track: "Merry Christmas with Love." Slash have yourself a merry little Christmas. XO, XO, Sandy, Sandy Girl. <laughs> Go Piss Girl. Go Piss Girl. Slamming, <laughs> slamming fatties, which is to say blunts. Slamming <laughs> fatties. That's what, that's what I might be doing on Christmas this year, slamming fatties. <laughs> what? Christmas. Merry Christmas with love. Quite a standard. But, you know, a little snoozer to go out. Little snoozer, let's go to bed. Another child, she does a lot of little children's songs in this album. She likes kids. She has, she's done like specific for children albums. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's I remember nice. we had one of them. I she forget the kids. name of it. Yeah. So she's done quite a bit. Um, yeah. Remember when she got COVID and then she was fine? She's fine though. She got she got early COVID. Twenty twenty. She did a whole album of lullabies. She sure did. That's so sweet. Yeah. Gosh. Listen, and as far as Sandy goes, the gift does go on. She's continued to make Christmas music of varying degrees of quality. Christmas blessings from twenty fourteen, uh, where she does, of course, cover. We'll soon 
Whoa. Mary, did you know? Oh, fuck. Strange. <laughs> Shit. She really can do it all. That's, that's the uncomfortable truth that we need to admit right now about Mary, did you know? It's hot. It's a little hot. Yeah, there's there's something that's there's like a little swag to it. Yeah, there's a little mystery. It's like, I gotta know about it's this. It's like a whisper. Girl. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. I think in this album, they were trying to copy Amy Grant's I, I think that was just the style of the time. I don't think it was like shots across the bow. Like, like Taylor Swift doing red, like Joni Mitchell did blue. I don't, I don't think it's mm. quite like that. But it could be. I don't know. Let's see. Wait. What if Amy Grant opened for Taylor Swift on her <laughs> on her stadium? I, I still am sometimes confused, like, where Amy Grant sits with most of culture. Like, Kennedy Center, for example. I'm like, oh, okay. She was, she was sitting next to the Clendog. Yeah. The pose and everything? It is. I think H-H. I think that's just, like, the aesthetics of the time. Sure, though, sure. Right? Were they often pit against each other, like, in... No, the it's media. Just no, they. Anything else? Okay. <laughs> no, they like did duets together and stuff. I oh, think nice. they're okay. at least friendly. They are pretty different. To me, it's like two totally different genres. But yeah, for some it reason, it did like I think that was more of like a recent internet culture phenomenon of like you were either Sandy household yeah. or fucking Amy Grant household. But let's on GCF. We don't have to choose. But right now, we are going to give a conjoint rating, a roaster toast for this album, Caroline. Yeah. You know how this works. We're going to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Toast is to heaven. With all the little Christmas elf angels and holy roast is, of course, to hell, where you will go if you don't believe in baby Jesus or purgatory. You roast him by an open fire. That's right. Yeah, hell's nuts roasting on an open fire. Um, I'm going to give it a toast. I think that this is a... Hot coke, hot hot coke, hot coca cocoa. Hot coke. It's a hot, hot coke of cocoa. It's a hot coke of cocoa. That's kind of my brand here in the out. So if you don't like chocolate, um, oops, no, not yet. In, hey, sounded <laughs> playing me off. <laughs> we should do that. People should. are too long winded on this show. It's just like when they're doing their plugs, mm-hmm. just make it louder. Yeah, keep talking about. Um, you can follow me. At- <laughs> anyway, yeah, I thought it was nice. It's cozy. Um, I didn't grow up with it, so I I don't benefit from the nostalgia listen. No. But I still have to put some respect on her name for the vocals, for the commitment to children, and for... <laughs> Thank you for committing to children, uh, no, Slammin' so Patty. Much, everyone's scared to do it. Um, she's been slamming Patty since back in the day. So yeah, I see how this could be a really great album. Um, and like I said, there's a few in here that really got me excited. Now, listen, I don't like being condescended to. So when you tell me that one of my favorite holidays is actually for babies, <laughs> I don't, I don't love it. Don't take kindly to that. I don't love your tone. I don't love the energy you're coming at me with. No. Nevertheless, despite that, I'm willing to overlook it Goo-goo Gaga. for Goo Goo Gaga. For an album that was nominated for Best Gospel Performance Female at the 26th Annual Grammy Awards Whoa. and certified gold by the year 1988. What? It sold that many. Dang. Like just everything used to sell. Like any, it's it's almost like not impressive back in wow. the day. Like you you remember that movie 17 again, that Zac Efron movie? Of course. I was looking up stuff about that. That movie made $160 million. 
Is that a lot? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a lot now. Yeah. But it wasn't back then. Now, that movie would make So it's just interesting. Box office returns are just nonsense to me. Yeah. It's like a, it's, it's like sports um, stats a lot of the time where I'm like, I mean, that would be a lot of money for me. Is it a lot of money for Captain Marvel? Yeah. By the tone of your voice, I'm guessing not. Well, then I want to tell, I want to talk to you about a dorky thing off mic. That has to do with Black Adam. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) And the box office returns for that. I'm giving it a toast. Yeah. If nothing else, for the gift goes on, for worship the king, for oh, magnify the Lord, for Bethlehem mourning, and for a truly spooky take on I wonder as I wander. It's a toast, baby, for me. Toasty. So it's a certified toast from the GCF podcast from both. Your host, Kevin and Caroline. And now we're bringing it down. We're dimming the lights. We're lighting the candles. We're taking it to a more worshipful space. We're not here to promote ourselves or our projects. We're here to lift them up to the Lord. Caroline, we start with you. Oh, I'm going to keep it toasty by the open fire over at Caroline's Farts. Uh, you know I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. Haven't posted in a long time. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> letterboxed. I'm all there. Um... A lift up this week mm. is going to be some movies. I've been back in my movie grind and I've seen a few good ones. And the one I'm going to lift up because I'm looking at my letterbox to remind myself, uh, see how they run, which is a nice little mystery whodunit with see how I come. two of my, see how I come, pee how I come. Pee how I come. <laughs> good punch up. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, there's always room for pee. Yeah, and there people is. forget that. I know people. There's a lot of pee erasure in the people culture. People are scared. Now. Um, see how they run was great. Sam Rockwell, Saoirse Ronan. Uh, it's kind of like a Shisha Ronan. Shisha Ronan, <laughs> and uh, it's like about an Agatha Christie play, and Agatha, Agatha Christie is in it in the movie later. It's very fun. Just a nice, like, great movie. Probably a good one to watch with your fam on Christmas. Good, honestly. great family movie. Yes. I th- that would be terrific for very a funny. Fam. And I watched it with some family members of my own. Aww. And I saw it. Was it these these this little gang of misfits yeah. over here? <laughs> it was Gonzo, Fozzie, Piggy. Beaker, Piggy. <laughs> so anytime you hear me talk about my family. I'm visiting family. Like see a thought bubble above my head <laughs> that is just <laughs> Kermy, <laughs> Swedish chef. Yeah, my family's been super supportive of me trying out new <laughs> ventures. Really nice. They always have my back. I mean, life is nothing without family. <laughs> <laughs> my family's everything. Be how I come. Be how I come. Great movie. Thanks. Uh, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I will lift up a movie uh, that is not Pee How I Come. It's something a little. You know. You know what it is. What? It's a movie called Speed. Heard about Speed? this movie Speed? Keanu? Yeah. Sandra? Yeah. Ugh. Great movie. Just like Fantastic. couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. For what it is, it could not be better. I it's rewatched so it good. for the first time in many, many years the other night. So hot. Holds up hundred percent. That role, by the way, Sandra Bullock's role, this is true, was almost Ellen DeGeneres. Because <laughs> she was an actress back then. You know, she what? like was doing movies and stuff. But wow. Okay. She lost out to it to Sandy. Um, yeah. I mean, that it 
it, it reminds me of the best parts of Mission Impossible. Mm. That's what I think about when I think about Speed. And just, you know, completely charming. Ignore the Joss Whedon stuff. He did rewrite it start to finish. Also, Jeff Daniels with a gun is a weird sight to see in 2022. I'm yeah. like, you shouldn't have I a gun. I forgot he was in that. He, yeah. Yeah, he's Keanu's bro. He's his partner. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But Speed, watch Speed. Speed. Revisit so Speed or watch it for the first time if you haven't. Well, watch the Fableman. Watch the Fableman. You, you gotta see the Fableman. <laughs> Hello with the Fabermans. Da, 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 da. Uh, lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Patreon.com slash good Christian fun. Uh, you can catch a very fun holiday song, GCF, the first annual GCF Christmas song draft that we did last so week. So good. So good. And you can leave us a review. Every review you, you leave us on Apple Podcasts, we donate a dollar to charity. Caroline, it's just us, so you know, you know how this goes. There's nothing left to say except for Okay. okay I, I love, love you, Emma. You. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and Emma. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Emma. Amen. Amen. Uh <laughs> what do we want to go out on? Worship the king? Yeah. Or worship the thing. Per- yeah. Worship the thing. Worship the thing. <laughs> the John Carpenter movie. Can't be improved. Perfect. All right, and we'll see you next week on GCF when we do... Oh, no, that's the other show. Hey, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. (laughs) I love you, Mom. Oh, come let us see the newborn king. For he's our God and bravely to be praised. Come let us That was a HeadGum Podcast.